Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Alcoholics, binge drinkers, normal drinkers, weekend warriors, what are some of the types of people that are going to struggle to stop drinking? Now, that's exactly what we're going to cover in this video. We're looking at four different types of people that will struggle on their journey to becoming alcohol-free. Now, there are two reasons why I wanted to make this video. The first reason is because I want you to be aware of these type of people because if you're on your journey to controlling your drinking or stopping drinking, I want you to be able to see these people for what they are. I want you to be able to see them and then if they start giving you information or advice or they're telling you how to think about alcohol, you're going to be in a position where you can go, oh, wait a minute. I know I remember that video by Leon. Is what what that person said really true? And so on. The other reason why I wanted to make it is because maybe you are one of these types of drinkers. Maybe you are what I describe as somebody that's going to struggle on their journey. And the reason why you want to watch this video is so you can start to bring awareness to some of the, I'm not going to call them defects, but almost flaws that people have that really are going to make their journey so much more difficult, so much harder, so much more challenging. So yeah, that's why I wanted to make this video. The first type of drinker that is going to struggle to stop drinking is actually the normal drinker. Now the normal drinker, and I've spoken about this on the channel, you know, numerous times, it's the type of person that has, you know, one or two drinks at the weekend. They might have half a bottle of wine and never finish it off. They might have just a beer when they go out. These types of people or these types of drinkers will struggle to stop drinking. And I'll explain why. The normal drinker has never really had a disadvantage to their alcohol consumption. They've never maybe got into a fight. They might never have lost a client or they might never have slept in for work or they might, you know, nothing bad might ever have happened to them. So in their mind, there is a genuine benefit to consuming ethanol, right? They, they really do think that if they put that stuff in their body, somehow their life is better off. Now, these are the most difficult people to switch, right? These, 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 these normal drinkers that really think that alcohol is, is a genuine pleasure in life probably will never give it up. And if you were to show them my videos on my channel, they will immediately turn them off and kind of say, like, come on, man, what's this guy on about? You know, I enjoy a drink. I like having one or two. You know, I don't have a problem. It's, I like it. I love the taste. A nice glass of wine with my red meat, blah, blah, blah. Now, because these people never experienced true, true problems from drinking, like, you know, I have done, and I know most people on this channel probably have had big problems from alcohol, is they will really never question that behavior because nothing bad is happening as a result of it. Now, we've got to be very mindful of these people because even though that they appear to have life under control and everything's going really well and they're able to have a few drinks here and there, at the same time, there is not a single benefit for that person to put the ethanol in their body. They get nothing from it, absolutely nothing. It doesn't help them relax. It doesn't taste good. They're just under the illusion that it does. But the main reason why I wanted to bring this point up is, is for you guys that are friends with people like this. Because I have many friends that are like this. You know, they have a glass of wine. It's never really a big problem for them. For such a long time, that's who I wanted to be. I wanted to be the normal drinker. I know I've told you this many times on the channel, but that's who I just, I admired this person. They, I just thought of them as, as the creme de la creme. You know, they could handle a job, handle a business, handle a relationship, and they could have a few drinks here and there. I used to look at that person with envy. I used to want it to be just like them. And now when they kind of tell me, you know, oh, I enjoy a glass, I enjoy a bottle, whatever. I just kind of feel sorry for them because 
that's doing nothing for them. Hey, listen, this is going to sound really bad. I'm not, I'm not being rude, but when I see like, you know, somebody drinking a glass of wine and smelling it and thinking that they're sophisticated, I, I really do cringe inside. I think, man, you're actually poisoning your body so you can look cool, you know, swirl this wine and smell it. I think, damn. But anyway, so we've got to be mindful of normal drinkers because they're the type of people that would say, well, why don't you just have one like I do? You know, why don't you just have one or two? And you know, alcohol is a drug. That's not the nature of a drug. The nature of a drug is not to have one or two. The nature of a drug is for you to have one and then another and then another and then another. There are a number of people out there that drink and they don't go through that cycle of drinking again and again and again. I don't know why, but we've got to be mindful of those people. Now, the second type of person that will find it very difficult to stop drinking is a negative, pessimistic individual. Now, the reason why I say this is because if you think about what most people do when they stop drinking is they start off in a feeling of doom. It's like this, this, this difficult thing that they're going to do. And the pessimistic individual is, is going to say, you know, I'm going to stop drinking. And already in their head, they're, they're thinking it's going to be this brutal challenge. Like I, I actually used to work in a bar when I was like, you know, I was 19, 19 or 20 or something like that. And I worked in this bar and I remember there was this really heavy drinker that, that would come to the bar every day and they drank. They drink like 10 pints, 15 pints, you know, most nights. And uh, yeah, they, they, you know, they were really hardened drinkers. And I remember this guy, he would come to the bar and uh, he'd sit there and, he, he, you know, he'd just get smashed. And then I remember he, he came to the bar and he's like, I'm not drinking for like 10 days or a week or something or two weeks. He's like, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, knock it on the head. And I think the reason why I did that is to kind of tell himself, you know, it's not a problem. I can control it whenever I want to. I can stop whenever I want. It's, I'm, I can take it or leave it. You know, and then at the end of those that two weeks or however long it was, he's obviously back drinking again. And I remember that guy would come to the bar and he'd wait for his girlfriend that also worked at the place. And he'd sit there like, like with his hand on his mouth and like, you know, not talking to anybody. That guy just looked miserable. He just looked like he, he was going through hell. And the reason why he's going through hell is because, yeah, he had a very negative outlook towards stopping drinking. He thought that stopping drinking was a fight. And it was like, why am I even doing this? I'm, I have to resist alcohol. I'm sat at this bar. Everybody looks like they're having a great time without alcohol. And it's me who's missing out. That's what he had in his mindset. You know, you can see it was written all over his face. I'm not criticizing the man. I'm just using him as an example, you know. So that is like such a detrimental thing for somebody to do when they, when they want to stop drinking. It's to actually think that they're doing something bad, doing something difficult, doing something hard. And they're the ones missing out. They ain't the ones missing out. When he was sat in the bar, he was the one that was not missing out. All those people that were still drinking were the ones missing out. They're missing out on great health. They're missing out on confidence. They're missing out on great energy on an amazing relationship, on a booming business. They're missing out on feeling actual freedom. They're the ones missing out. He wasn't the one missing out, but that's what he thought. And it is why, uh, you know, I do like to work with optimistic, positive people in the Sober Clear program. You know, these are people that they are ambitious. They're motivated. They really do want to do more in their life. And, and, and I think that, I don't think that the Sober Clear program would get the results that it gets if everybody in that program were negative, but they're not. A lot of these people, very positive, very optimistic people, that drink. So, you know, if you are pessimistic, if you are a negative person, it may be more difficult for you to stop drinking, but you can change that. You can change that very quickly. You can become more optimistic just by choosing to look for the positive in things and, and really just trying to just get rid of those negative thoughts and, and being mindful of them and, and really just thinking as many positive thoughts as you can in a day. That's a topic for a whole nother video. I mean, you could probably make a whole channel on positive thinking, but that's the, that's the second type of person. Now, the third type of person that is going to struggle to stop drinking is a closed-minded 
individual. Now, if you think about the normal drinker, they are going to be probably quite close-minded to some of the ideas on this channel. Not always, don't get me wrong, but because they don't see alcohol as a problem is they're not going to be really open to new information. Now, also, you know, there are very heavy drinkers out there that aren't normal drinkers, yet they're extremely close-minded. They don't want to stop. They want to keep inside of their comfort zone where they're drinking every day and they never want to get outside of that. And sometimes, you know, like some of the ideas that I talk about on this channel, if you were to send it to a friend, you know, you could probably think of the type of person that if you sent it to, They'd be like, dude, what are you sending me this nonsense for? You know, I don't, I don't want to stop drinking. Why would I want to stop drinking? I mean, you, you could all probably think of a friend that's like that. And these kind of close-minded people, they're going to struggle to stop because it's going to be very hard for them to, you know, build out that worldview that I talk about where you really start to see alcohol for what it is. So really, the idea of first principles thinking and stopping drinking is about gathering new information, gathering new ideas, gathering new inputs, which is going to take an open mind because what you're essentially doing when you apply first principles thinking, which is what I teach and what I talk about on this channel, is you are questioning all your beliefs, right? Everything that you thought you knew about alcohol, you have got to be open-minded and you've got to be willing to say, okay, maybe what I knew isn't right. Maybe what I knew is incorrect. And maybe there's a different way for me to do things. If you ain't willing to do that, that might be difficult for you to stop drinking. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying that there are other ways out there that don't require an open mind for people to stop drinking. But at the end of the day, close-minded individuals, they're going to struggle because they're going to they're gonna find it hard to build out that worldview where they can see alcohol as ethanol, where they can see it as poison, where they can really just kind of ignore the conditioning, ignore the marketing and ignore the illusion and ignore the idea that alcohol is a good thing. Now, the fourth type of person that is going to find it hard to stop drinking is the alcoholic. Now, let me just bear with me with what I say here. Now, when I went to AA, I went for, you know, 100 days, I called myself an alcoholic. You know, I said that I was powerless. And whilst I did that, whilst I went to AA and I applied 12-step thinking, I stopped drinking, right? When I applied that system, there was about a 100-day period of my life where I didn't drink, right? So just bear with me because when I say somebody that calls himself an alcoholic, I'm not just saying and somebody that goes to AA. My mum thinks of herself as an alcoholic, hasn't drank for 20 years. Now, one of the problems that I found with AA is if I'm the problem, right? They, 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 they get, I got told that I'm an alcoholic and I have this disease for the rest of my life. It's a disease. There's no known cure. The only option for me to cure that disease is to go to AA meetings, give myself up to God, do the step work, right? So what happens if I get told this and I fully buy into the idea of being an alcoholic, right? I know that I'm the problem. I'm never going to be cured. There's no fix for me. And I'm, I'm an alcoholic forever, but I don't want to go to AA. I stopped going to AA. But that idea of me being the alcoholic stays in my mind. What do you think is going to happen if I stop going to the meetings and I have one drink? What, what would an alcoholic do in this situation? Well, they're not going to have one drink. I'm an alcoholic. Boom. And I know it's a little bit, I'm not trying to be cynical. I'm not trying to be negative, but I, I do see that as a real big flaw. And people can go to an AA meeting. They can be told that they're the alcoholic and an alcoholic, they're, they're, they're powerless, that they're the problem. And then it becomes almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy where they'll go out drinking again. And now they think, well... It's, it's not my fault. You know, I've, I was born this way. And I just don't buy into that. I don't think that people are born as alcoholics. You know, you, you even heard people say that people are alcoholics before they've ever taken their first drink, right? I don't buy into this. I don't buy into the idea that I'm the problem. I don't think that you're the problem. I think that you're a very strong, powerful individual. And that's what I think most people are. I don't think people are powerless. And I do think the reason why people drink is because they're conditioned to see it as a good thing. It's an addictive drug. The nature of the drug is to want to drink it again and again and again. That's not the nature of the individual. But these people that call themselves alcoholics, they don't follow the 12-step system. Then they go back out there and they hold on to that idea. 
it's going to be a freaking brutal journey for those individuals. It's going to be very, very, very difficult. And it's sad, but it's true. But at the same time, AA does work for some people. Like I said, my mum's been for 20 years, but you definitely don't need to give yourself these labels when you want to stop drinking. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking Podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.